Well, hello. I'm Sammy. And I'm Steve. And you're listening to Rose Plate Special, the most dramatic and thrilling and sexy and shocking and depressing and gaslighting Bachelorette recap podcast ever. Yeah, we actually gaslight the audience too. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. We're like you we're haven't like, had a bad experience listening to this podcast. You enjoy this podcast. You yeah. also enjoy Luke P. Steve is is nice, and he loves Luke P. And he doesn't yeah. yell too much. <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah, that's exactly what we're saying. Exactly. Um, oh my god, Sammy, I am I am living like the podcaster dream right now. Let me let me tell, tell you about me, my setup. Tell me, this is uh, podcast cribs right now. So. I'm, ready. I'm I'm in the process of moving and literally all I have is I got the modem plugged in and I've got my desk set up and I got my podcast set up in an empty apartment. So wow. this is this is how the uh, the white male podcaster lives. Soak I, it up. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Enjoy it for the moment that you have it. Embrace it mm-hmm. for it is just your present. Yeah. And and never never question my dedication to the content. I live for the tent. I know. I love it. I was like, I feel bad because it's hard to schedule our weeks in the summer. And you were like, don't worry. I basically plan my move around this. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, that is, that is a level of dedication I don't have. Um, but I should. Uh, okay. So let's just, let's just get into this. Um, because they tease us a little bit. I thought maybe we'd, I mean, I knew it was men tell all, but I was like, ooh, maybe we'll get to see a little bit more. But no. Um, it was really man tell all, if you think about it. Yeah, it's the man tell all and none of us want to listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they open up in Greece and this is Hannah's final rose ceremony, or it's supposed to be, with just Peter, Judd, and Tyler. Okay. And but we all know, like going into it, we knew that Luke P was coming. We knew he was going to ruin her day and everyone's day. And as Tyler puts it, here comes our favorite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, you know, I get that they gotta, you know, they gotta rope people in. But at this point, this is what season fifteen, episode eleven, if I'm not mistaken, of the of this. It is episode eleven. Yeah. So. We're kind of in it for the long haul at this point. So I don't see the value in them telegraphing this a month ago. Because, yeah. you, you know, you, you, you got to learn something from pro wrestling here, reality television, which one of the best things you can do is throw the, throw the audience a swerve. And if you would have swerved us on Luke P coming back, is it unexpected? Nah, not unexpected, but it's a nice surprise. But instead, we, we kind of knew how this whole thing was going to play out. Yeah. I mean, if you couldn't tell episodes ago that he was the one who came with a ring in his pocket, you know, I just don't know what to tell you. You're just bad at watching yeah. television. You're you bad. Yeah. Find something else to do. Um, you know. Sorry, you're not smart enough for the Bachelorette. Yeah, please look at grass instead. And, <laughs> um, evaluate the color. Someone. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you're doing a bad job. Um, but anyway, so this, yeah, this whole, all of this made me incredibly uncomfortable. Uh, and, you know, like she says later, I, I, th- I can't think of a woman that I know who hasn't had to deal with a guy like this. Mm-hmm. 
So it is like a good example, I guess, of a lousy human being and, you know, men who live to make women uncomfortable and think that women should do anything that they want them to. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he's like, I need to talk to you. And I, and I do, I was actually, I guess the one, I don't know if I want to say it's like a swerve, but the one thing that surprised me in a good way, cause I was like, God, I hope she's not like nice to him mm-hmm. because she feels bad. Cause he came back or whatever. Like, I hope she doesn't cave. I hope she doubles down Yeah, and I hope she just like stays firm, but I was really worried that she wouldn't. Yeah, I, so, I I didn't have much faith there, but thankfully that that was her breaking point. Yeah, I was like, God, I really hope she's not like, oh yeah, I'll give him a chance and I'll let him. T-. I was like, that better not happen. Mm-hmm. So when he's like, I need to talk to you, and she's like, No, go, you know, and he's like, I'll stand here all day, and she's like, No, the fuck you won't. Just stay away from me. I'm about to go psycho, so just leave, you know. Yeah. I was like, Well, and he, all and right. he did his, his standard thing too, where he kind of flipped everything around on her and he's just like I just I just think that I deserve and that you owe me uh you know this time to say what I need to say it's like motherfucker yeah. nobody owes you anything no one owes you shit and he's like he's like um I need clarity and she's like well it's not about you you know mm-hmm. oh whoa what's going on one second can you hear that Sorry. No, I I can oh. I can barely hear you. You just got really quiet. Oh, okay. Sorry. Someone tried to call me on Facebook. Very confusing. I just That's closed out. Weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, bonus content. Uh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not leaving until I have closure. And I love that she's like, you will leave because I've already sent you home. That's not how this works. Yeah. Um, And actually, I copied a lot of what she said here because I thought this all was really good. So, I mean, I'm slightly paraphrasing. But basically, she said, you know, since we've ended, I've thought things over in my head and how much I've put everyone through that I've been a freaking emotional roller coaster is from giving you chances to give me clarity. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to let you rewrite what you said the other night. And she and he's like, oh, I'm not doing that. This is my heart. And she's like, fucking leave. This isn't about your heart. You're a narcissist. You've broken my heart. And then she moves the rose stand away from him. Mm -hmm. And he keeps following her. And that's when it gets really uncomfortable because it's like, who the hell stays around for that? That's so awful. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things going on here that just kind of rub me the wrong way because we have established that Luke P is very stupid. And, uh, but the problem is, is, you know, he's, he's stupid, but he's also arrogant. And there's a level of dedication here that is completely not okay. Um, but this is all escalated by production, basically. So it's not like, oh, Luke P showed up in Greece, uh, just unannounced. He figured this all out on his own and just showed up with a ring and, wow, we're all really surprised. It's like, no. As soon as he got cut and we had that really weird moment last week where he left, and but he wasn't leaving, and you know, basically had to force him out, then he comes back. So you know, like, oh, production booked him an Uber and, and maybe even paid for the ring and the, and the custom-tailored suit that he talked about and all this other shit. And it's like, why, why are you feeding into this? Because, again, we're in a situation where 
he's not leaving. And I don't know if they're trying to escalate violence or if they're just trying to get him to put Hannah in this horrific position. But divorced from this reality TV construct, this is pretty much the worst situation you can be in with someone who you don't want to be with romantically or even non-romantically because they're a psychopath and they won't leave. Like, that's scary. It was scary that last week. Really and to scary. take a situation last week where she's sort of by herself, uh, with the exception of the, of the camera crew, and then th- thrust her into that situation again, it's just, it's really shitty. And it's just all for the sake of, you know, the drama of television here, I guess. But damn. Ugh. Yeah, it's very weird. And I mean, being someone who like went through that situation in my real life where somebody didn't leave me alone and, you know, didn't give me my own space, didn't respect who I was as a person or what I felt or anything like that. And like to the point where I had to get a restraining order, like this shit is very serious to me. And I'm not the only one who was upset with the fact that producers let it keep happening. And I really... I get that, you know, Hannah kind of smooths things over later and is like, sorry that I had him on your TVs for so long, everyone. But it's like, how is she not furious with producers? Like, yeah, I, that's that, irresponsible. She shouldn't it's be, scary. She shouldn't it's not be apologizing to the audience. That's that's the thing. Yeah. It's just like, wow, if every single person who made a bad decision regarding a relationship, you know, in their early 20s had to apologize to all of America, well, that would be exhausting. You know, yeah. and yeah, every week we're yelling like Hannah, dump him, Hannah, dump him. But at the end of the day, this is all being escalated behind the scenes. And uh, yeah, part of it is is Hannah's fault for keeping him around. But, you know, she's she's fucking 23 years old. And th- there's all these people around her that are orchestrating these things. And yeah. So if, yeah. if you're a producer on The Bachelor, bah, fuck you. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, hopefully... I feel like this has been kind of a slow build where people have been getting more and more frustrated with this stuff. And maybe this is the breaking point where they're going to start to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, But and and not let that happen in the future. I mean, I would really hope. But it's 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 infuriating. The whole thing is infuriating. And I'm glad that the guys jumped in. I'm glad that they decided to help, Mm -hmm. you know. But um, I just hate that it even got to that point. Yeah. To be and honest. So. It also, you know, the thing with this episode, too, is and because the episodes swing this way, inevitably our podcast swings this way. But it's once again, the, the Luke P show, you know, I mean, the whole rose ceremony was about him. The men tell all it was the man tell all it was. It was just Luke P for three fourths yeah. of the men tell all just sitting there being the person that we know he is, you know? Right. <sighs> I mean, Ugh. Ugh. anyway, so we leave there. And of course that doesn't even mean that we leave Luke P because of course, then he comes out on stage 
And yeah, the the whole thing was weird. I was like, why is anyone clapping for him? I, I think people just, some people kind of did it automatically. And then they were like, yeah. wait, I don't want, because it was like, there are some clapping and then it like died down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely a lot of canned applause too. Silence, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah. And then it's like, he's just repeating himself on the show. You know, well, I was hoping for clarity and that's why I came on the show. And I thought, she was making a huge mistake. She didn't give me a chance to speak my heart. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think the reason she sent me home was because I was judging her and I went back because I was fighting for her. And then Chris Harrison's basically like, bro, can you like let it the fuck go? Because mm-hmm. for real, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. It's, and uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, and then he's like talking about, you know, faith and But then he says something about how Hannah wasn't his person, but obviously he thought she was. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was bullshit. That was him trying to save face. And then and then he and then he says he wouldn't change anything about what he did. Yeah, but he still tries to act apologetic. But at the same time, he would change nothing. He would change nothing, which just elicited shock from everybody. Mm hmm. Um, and that's the first time I noticed the lady with long hair right in the middle of the, of the screen (laughs) shaking her head. (laughs) She emotes and reacts like nobody's business. She knows that she can be seen every time that they, you know, focus on Chris (laughs) Harrison and she's going to use it to her fullest potential. And she shakes her head for a solid 30 seconds, Mm -hmm. you know, and then he starts to blame editing which it's like, no. I mean, you can usually tell when stuff can be blamed on editing. You're just horrible. And they yeah. caught it. <laughs> yeah. And and it's really telling, too, because, you know, Luke P is incredibly stupid, incredibly dumb. But he has a reasonably high emotional intelligence, which he fuels entirely into manipulation but he has to be very calculated about you know these these things that he does so when he is sitting in a in a format like this and people are are asking him direct questions and he can't answer honestly because he knows it'll reveal that he's a piece of shit even though we know he is right he sits there for like a full like 10 to 15 seconds you can watch the little gears turn in his in his <laughs> tiny little head until he can think of something to say to try and save face it's it's embarrassing it's disgusting honestly i mean it's just like extremely clear that you know he's not genuine Mm -hmm. and i mean it's it's so uncomfortable to watch it's uncomfortable to watch a sociopath who's like not even good at being one yeah navigate on tv because if he was good we probably wouldn't notice oh sure you know as much or whatever but yeah it's it's so screwed up and he's so he's so bad at lying Mm -hmm. um and all of his backtracking really sucks but anyway um let me see yeah, I mean, and then he's like, oh, I was thankful to grow as a person and all that stuff. And then here's when, th- this is when he says the most ridiculous thing, though, when he was like, I was on a rescue mission for Hannah. And Oof. I do love that Chris Harrison was like, I'm sorry, what? What the fresh hell is this? You know, and he's like, oh, well, I mean, when I say rescue mission, 
I mean, from the other guys, because like, obviously, they weren't there for the right reasons. And then Devin comes in with his paradise audition (laughs) or whatever. And he's like, you know, there are men who want a strong, independent woman, women, and there are men who want to have a woman to control and you want to control a woman so you can feel better about yourself. And that's not a man. And everyone's like, yeah, he's right. Cause he's saying things that are common sense. Yeah. And it's like, well, he's not a man. He's not a good person. It's not like a binary gender distinction here. It's just like, yeah. he's a piece of shit. That's all there is. Yeah. It. Yeah. You're, he's a piece of shit. But I do like that. Chris was, Chris was like not letting him get away with anything. Mm-hmm. And I do appreciate that. Um, I just wish it had happened sooner. Yeah. Uh, Seriously. But he's like, yeah, he's like, do you want a woman that you can just like pull off the shelf whenever you want her? And that part, that was the silence that I noted that took that was so long. Oh, yeah. And because he's so like, yeah, creepy. but I can't say that. Yeah. So what do it's like it's like Homer Simpson when he's trying to figure out what it is he's got to say, you know, oh, yeah, that's sure, sure. <laughs> and then and then they go back. And, you know, it's like you see everything and then they just like watch him and he's like doing an aside in his brain and they're Mm -hmm. like, and, you know, Marge is like, he just does this sometimes. Um, (laughs) It was like that, except not wholesome. And, uh, (laughs) and then he's like, the last thing that I want and the last thing that I'll ever do is control a woman. I want a woman that'll make decisions for herself. Although a man is supposed to lead and guide in a relationship. Yeah. Which is, again, yeah. this is this is like classic Luke P. Yeah. Because he, <laughs> as like, he oscillates what? back and forth between his trash ideology and this like weird refracted version of what he thinks people want to hear. And it's just a disaster. Yeah. He's basically, bad. have you seen the movie Annihilation? No. Okay. Um, it takes I, place in this bubble where, like, yeah. people's well, DNA okay, is like so, refracted and. Oh and, wait, like, wait, don't, 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 wait! I, no, no, stop, stop, stop with the spoilers. It's, it's not a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. I, well, okay, because I because I got fifty pages into the book and then something happened and I got distracted and then I and then I had to return the book. Yeah. No. No. It's it's so, it's not a okay. spoiler. It's okay. just sort of. Sorry, I freaked out. It's okay. I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to spoil the book. Even like, even though stop. the book's like ten years old and the movie's like two years old at this point but no i'm not gonna spoil I, it okay it took me a while to get around to things sometimes it's okay it's okay i'm sorry <laughs> i apologize i'm not gonna spoil it but the point is okay go ahead is like this is like luke p's worldview is it, it, i feel like he's inside of that movie like he's this bog standard like super conservative shitty religious asshole but he's stepped into this world where like he's basically being exposed as a fraud and a piece of shit. And Mm. he's trying to adapt to that. So instead of him actually growing, actually changing, actually confronting his flaws, he's saying on a surface level, Oh yeah, you know, maybe I have some issues when in fact, he's just taking all the shitty parts about him and just mixing it up with things that he thinks the world thinks he should be. And it's, it's just a shit show. It's a fucking horror show. Yeah, it. Uh, I uh, uh, the whole thing is creepy and weird, and I'm I'm very over it. But I also can't stop thinking about it. And yeah, that's pretty much the same. curse of this show, yep. and uh, what makes it so terrible and enjoyable to watch. Um, but yeah, I mean, and 
I guess it's good that all the guys are like, how are you, you know, how are you even like acting like this in 2019? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like that makes me feel good, I guess. But at the same time, yeah, I just don't even want him there. I'm just, I'm just upset that he's there. Um, one person gave him a compliment and that was Connor. And he was yeah. like, I respect that you're stepping into a firestorm and you actually showed up. Yeah, Connor uh, and, and Mateo were like weirdly uh, empathetic towards him, which I wouldn't have given him anything. I'm, I'm, I think maybe they're like, hey, I know you're probably getting death threats, so I'll give you, a, I'll throw you a bone. Yeah. But that's my only thought on it is why they might have said what they said. Because mm-hmm. um, I get that. I, you know... I'm not completely heartless. I'm sure he's getting worse than he deserves. I just like never want to see him on TV and I don't ever want him to be happy ever again. Yeah. But I don't want him to like die. Like that's fucked up, you know? So um, that's kind of my thought on probably the way that they're approaching it. Like he probably got, I'm sure he's gotten a lot of pretty terrible shit uh, Mm -hmm. said to him. And even though he probably deserves a lot of it, he doesn't deserve all of it. Um, but I do appreciate Mike who will not let up and he's just like, you're a narcissist and you're going to control your wife. And I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not going to change. And I was like, all right. Well, and <laughs> well, Mike is, is good too, because it, I, there's this idea that just because someone apologizes to you, that you should accept their apology and forgive them. And right. Mike rightly calls out Luke for this shit because it's like, dude, you're not sorry. You just, you said you're sorry, but you wouldn't change anything. You're not sorry. You're not interested in becoming a better person. You're not interested in, you know, maybe interrogating why people think you're a pile of shit. Uh, or, you know, and, and then he's like, well, I'm sorry. Well, no, you're not sorry. You're just, you just don't want people to be mad at you. You know, it's right. It's like, I, I think, the analogy he drew was like, oh, if you're you're a little kid who got his got caught stealing from the candy jar and you're just sorry that you got caught. And that's exactly yeah. what Luke is. He he's sorry that he was exposed for the who he is. Yeah, totally. I, I mean it's like I don't think he's yeah, I don't think he's sorry for any of his actions. I think he's going to act that way with any woman he's with, and he's going to hide behind his faith to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and before he was just hiding behind nothing. He was just amoral and didn't care. Uh, but but then he found out that faith could give him a framework to hide behind. And so then he's like, okay, great. Yeah. Now I got this. Um, okay, so I really want to stop talking about him. I'm just looking through. Um, I will say I, I really did appreciate as well that Jonathan, the server with the rose tie who brought pineapple pizza, and I appreciate him, um, <laughs> said that his Christianity sucks. <laughs> like his version of Christianity really sucks. Oh, yeah. Um, that was great. Um, and then I made a note that Garrett's eyes have gotten dreamier. God, I mean, can Garrett please be the bachelor? Please. <laughs> um, would you Would you go Garrett over Mike? Yeah, I'd go Garrett over Mike. Whoa, that's a bold. See, now now I we're know. the most controversial uh, podcast <laughs> on The Bachelorette ever. Hey, I would love it to be Mike, but I'm just a realist. Um, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but I do really like Garrett. I think I like Garrett because he's got more. Well, I guess they both have a decent amount of attitude. 
Mm-hmm. They both have attitude. Okay, I really like the baloney eyes. Okay, I just thought that was great. Um, baloney eyes is good. Baloney eyes was good, and I feel like he's a little bit more sarcastic, and I appreciate that. But Mike doesn't pull any punches, so I do. I appreciate that too. Yeah. Um, okay, so John Paul Jones. Oh. And we, yeah. The best. <laughs> we get a we get a great John Paul Jones clip show. Um, and I love that. He's just like, I appreciate the good vibes. Thank you all so much. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the weird part at the end of this amazing clip show, they bring the producers. This is clearly a producer idea. Mm -hmm. They, they bring this girl on to cut his hair. Oh yeah. No. Why? No, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that to John Paul Jones. Well, and and I feel like you're, you're taking advantage of his essence here because the whole reason John Paul Jones is great is one the goofy name and then two just the the whole like laissez-faire attitude throughout the entire thing from the very moment that he stepped into the bachelor mansion or stepped out of the limo i should say it was very clear that this man is not going to win the bachelor and the fact that he stuck around for as long as he did and was able to adhere himself to the audience by literally just not being like the other guys but in a good way, I mean, you don't get that very often. How many John Paul Jones have you had across the course of 15 seasons? And I would say not many. But he's and he's like the good version of all of the one note people mm-hmm. because he doesn't he's not really one note. He's like a sweet guy and he's yeah. not he's not gimmicky for gimmick's sake. He's just he's just John Paul Jones. He's just himself, which is, it's great. I just don't feel like we've had enough weirdos on the show. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I was just so happy. Like he's totally theater geek. We know this from his Instagram. Oh, for sure. And, and it's, oh, it's delightful. I just really enjoy him. Um, and I also really appreciate that he threw nuggets out to the crowd. <laughs> that was great. good too, because you know, they did the, the whole gimmick. We're like, Oh, nuggets, which is funny because the nuggets were initially for Hannah. John Paul Jones just ate them all. Right. And then the fact that like they bring him nuggets and because he is a man of the people <laughs> yeah. working class hero. All right. He He's throws like, the nuggets, nuggets to the proletariat like a champ. Oh my God. It was so good. Um, so we get to Mike's uh, section and it's, I mean, it's very sad. Yeah, I will say, I guess it did feel like a bachelor audition. So maybe mm. they pick Mike. I would be surprised just because I know the, the, the severe lack of diversity on the show, but he sure. did make it pretty far. So maybe he'll beat the odds. I don't know. And he is a fan favorite. So yeah, he, he very well could make it. Um, I'm just I, I'm like more pessimistic about it. But but I, I, I thought it was really sweet. I thought, you know, his talk with Hannah was really nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. I just thought it was a really nice send off. Um, one note, are we doing are we going to go to Bachelor Live on stage? Because I feel like we should. Oh, that was a serious discussion when I was watching it. We were like, okay. oh, it's coming to Chicago. What is Bachelor Live on stage? We don't know. I kind of oh, want to know. I'd like to go. Um, so I'm just putting that out there right now. I am extremely interested. Uh, ben yeah, Higgins. Live from the field reporting from. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ben State Higgins. Got to go. We got to go. Uh, ben, who will never need another job in his life because he just keeps coming back, Higgins. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Um, okay. Chris Harrison, man, I will say here's a couple things about 
his talk with Mike that I didn't mention just recently <laughs> is that Chris Harrison uses his time to talk to Mike to like be cool and relevant and it's exhausting. He's yeah. like, you're throwing smoke today. And I was like, what are you even saying, Chris? You're in your 50s. Stop. Yeah, don't do that. Go back to your bad shirt company and writing your romance novels and leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I forgot to mention that and I just saw it in my notes and I was very annoyed with it when it happened. So I had to mention it. And then right after they talk about Bachelor Live on stage, he tries to be relevant with Mike by by doing a fist bump. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah. wrote Ugg. Um, Ugg is that's the correct reaction. So we see some of the men, but yeah, I mean, the, my my biggest frustration with this was that we didn't get to talk to enough of the guys. Um, Cam got absolutely nothing, and he knew it. Yeah, like he's like, "Thank you, you're making me look awesome." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, 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 re- and like, realistically, it's like you are Luke to a, a different degree. But you just got cut yeah. early because you're too dumb and you exposed yourself as a fraud very early in the game. Like, yeah. Also, not as handsome and chiseled. No, but he's got that weird. I mean, on TV, he looks one way, but he does have that like weird shape shifty quality. Oh, yeah. I think he looks better I, on Instagram. Yeah, he looks different in every photo. I mean, that's just Facetune, right? I'm assuming. I don't know I how that so. shit works. I don't have the time, nor do I have the energy to do it. Um, But anyway, (laughs) yeah, that was frustrating. I was annoyed with that. Not like there was a whole lot of other drama with the guys, which I feel like there usually is more. There's more conflict. Um, But you didn't even get like some of the heartfelt stuff, you you know. And we didn't get to talk to Matt Donald. Nope, not at all. I I didn't even see him. Furious. He was on stage I remember. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, he did get cut about five minutes into the show. So, yeah, but like I he deserved the kind of redemption that Joe got. And he didn't receive it. Nope. And did I'm nothing. Upset. Yeah. Justice for Matt Donald. <laughs> <laughs> and like if grocery store Joe with his rating of beef sandwiches mm-hmm. can make it. Well, and Matt Donald seemed as wholesome, but oh, you know, may, pro- but probably better looking. Maybe he was just more boring. I, it's hard to tell. I mean, ugh, I really hope he's on Paradise because I need I need more of Matt Donald. I I'm still baffled he was cut in the first round. It makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, I'm gonna be mad about that till the end of time. And uh, so now we've got Hannah coming out um, and and it, yeah, there's like very little time left in the show. It's just a weird setup for the men tell all. It just doesn't feel right. They they do these like they milk these three hour shows. And for some reason, they decided not to make this one three hours when they knew they were going to eat up a bunch of time with Luke. Stupid. They could have made it three hours. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's. the, the pacing, and this is kind of an aside, the pacing in this season is insane. Like, yeah, the way that they, they try and stretch certain things out for two or three episodes while cramming other things into one episode unnecessarily, it's, it's absolutely bonkers. I do not understand it. Yeah. Did they, like, change 
did like some of the top producers change or something? Is there some staffing changes we need to know about? Is this going to get covered on another season of Unreal? Because I really need to know. <laughs> I have no confused. idea. I would love, love to go to behind the scenes on this season just to see the machinations. Yeah, the fuckery on this season is just off the charts. And I don't know what to do about it. Um, but I will say, I, I get kind of some of what Hannah was saying about, you know, kind of why things happened the way they did. Mm-hmm. You know, she's spending this time focused on making sure she's doing a good job being the bachelorette. She's wrapped up in that. And, you know, I think she was like, well, I don't want to make a bad, I don't want to make a bad decision and drop somebody that people see something different in or say I'm making a rash decision. I think she was kind of self-conscious about that. So she's like trying to do right by the people who are on the show. She's trying to make a good impression. And she had this good feeling about Luke from the get-go. So she's trying to see it out, even though she's not feeling it anymore. Yeah. Um, And then, she, you know, ultimately, though, she's like, I, I learned a lot from the relationship and I deserve so much more you know, than what it was that I was putting up with. And everyone is just like, hallelujah, right? Yeah, I know. Thank you <laughs> thank for getting you for there. saying it. Yeah, thank you for admitting it. Um, And then Luke tries to come in with some bullshit. Like, oh, I'm sorry I made the process difficult. But you taught me a lot. You know, you taught me how to self-reflect and open up. And, and then, you know, a part of Hannah closed up, if you know what I'm saying, instead of opened up. And... Uh, <laughs> She's like, I appreciate those words. Uh, You said that you learned from this, and I do hope you did, but I think there's a lot of fruit that still needs to be grown from you. (laughs) Very, very hayseed of her. I expect nothing less. Yeah, and I mean, and I do appreciate, I, I feel like too often you get one extreme or the other. So I do appreciate that she's like, yeah, I'm religious and it's super important to me. But one of the dangers that I run into being as religious as I am is that there's a lot of men who are in the faith who weaponize it against me. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I don't like it, you know, and I'm like, whoa, I don't I mean, to me, I haven't really heard. I haven't heard that specific perspective uh, talked about that much because I feel like a lot of women who are like Hannah would be like, well, I'm going to submit, you know, or whatever. And she's like, I'm not submitting. And everyone in this room is a sinner. (laughs) You're all sinners. And that's what grace is for. And, you know, that's and that's okay. It's okay that we are. But but the wrong kind of men that I happen to run into too often, you know, try to tell me what I should be doing and I'm over it and I'm not going to be slut shamed. And you can't say that I'm not a woman of faith just because I decide what to do with my body. And I just don't feel like people talk about that enough. So I, I did really appreciate that. Yeah, that was, that was nice. And it's one of those things where, you know, a a lot of this is, I mean, it it was like, again, super obvious shit where you're like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay, glad we glad we got to this point, but you know, <laughs> uh, but I, I do feel like there's probably a large segment of the Bachelorette slash Bachelor audience 
that needed to hear that and see that. So yeah. I'm I'm glad that there was a platform for that. Just like in the preview for Paradise, uh, there's a lot of people who watch these shows that need to see that it's okay when girls kiss. Like, that's fine. That's a normal thing. Don't worry about it, you know? Yeah. Ugh. But still. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else? What else happened at the end here? She barely got to talk to any of the other other guys, you know. Uh, she talks a little bit with Mike and Garrett. She thinks Mike deserves the best. She's rooting for him. I do. I actually did appreciate what Garrett said, though, too. You know, he's like, yeah, listen, I'll admit it. I was upset. Um, and it was really hard to see you choose this guy over me. It's like, well, yeah, clearly you're better. Um, but he's like, you know, it's it's clear to me now looking back that you were misled for a long time and big time. And I'm glad you came out of that. But I'm I'm kind of wondering what if there's anything we could have done to like help you see it because i feel like we tried things and it didn't work and what were we supposed to do <laughs> you know sure and and yeah it's like i i don't really think that there's anything that they could have done i think she did need to work it out herself and i don't think that there's ever any way that the guys can win against somebody like that mm-hmm they just i think they've got to really stay out of it and let him self implode yeah. That's probably the best way to handle it, mm-hmm. but it's still not great. Well, and I think Garrett probably had the best approach, but it was too little too late where yeah. you, you sort of, you kind of poke the bear a little bit, but then you just let him loose and let him do his thing. Yeah, yeah. I really, I still think that that was the best. I think that's why I'm so supportive of Garrett um, because I think he did, he did like, he was kind of strategic about letting Luke's true colors come out. Mm-hmm. My mom was very uh, disapproving of it. She thought it was uh, baiting him. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, so what? He sucks. Yeah, that, that's kind <laughs> of my thing. I, it's no holds barred when you're dealing with someone yeah. like Luke. Fuck him. I think for me, it's like I appreciate Garrett so much because he is reacting the exact same way that I would. I would totally do the same thing like just try to mess with him and then when he reacts like clam up and just watch and and like smile and put baloney on my eyes like sure like why not you know what else what else is there to do you've got you can't read so you gotta entertain yourself somehow um but yeah it's it's hard to know what to do um the relationship was relatable, regrettably, but I'm just kind of hoping they don't do it again. I I don't need a villain like that. There's plenty of other interesting villains. You don't need somebody who is a villain in that way. You know, mm-hmm. bring back the Chads yeah. of the world. That's, that's you know, <laughs> I just want a guy who lifts and talks about like blueberries or whatever and eats raw sweet potatoes. Yeah, and you know, simple. It's a little too thing. drunk sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. It's all right. Um, the bloopers. So we did get more bloopers. Yeah, we. I thought we were all blooped out since they used them all in that horribly truncated garbage episode from a few weeks ago. <sighs> Seriously, but guess the what? There's more. Yeah, we got more. The only okay. Uh, I want to know if you feel the same way I did about the bloopers. That there was one part that was important. There's one part that was important. I, I did. I did enjoy how they showed Tyler's dancing again at the end. I was just like, "That's not a blooper. That's just good." 
Yeah, Tyler's dancing is really good. Ty- I could watch Tyler dance like that forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm very into it. Yeah. Um, no, it was John. It was John Paul Jones rehearsing uh, for for accepting the rose. Oh yeah, when he did the the, the Yas Queen. <laughs> <laughs> He was just like say I forget who was sitting next to him. But he kept saying it yeah. to him, and he was just like looking at him like he was crazy. And yeah, then it's like, okay, perfect cut this? to him accepting this? it. It was so good. It was so good because I pretty much hate any white person who says that. Um, yeah, but I will give him credit because I think he said it the best. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. I can't believe he they saved it, it until then. Like they didn't give yeah. us the Yas Queen on TV. <laughs> I know. He's just like, and I just like that's what's so pleasant about John Paul Jones is that he takes this shit seriously in a very goofy way. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, he takes unicycle riding and accepting a rose very seriously. And he's going to commit and he commits to every bit. And I love it. I love him for it. So I'm very excited to see him. I'm excited to see him on paradise. So let's, let's talk a little bit about paradise. Cause we, well here, let's, yeah, let's talk a little about paradise and let's talk a little bit about like our predictions for the end of the season. Sure. Okay. Okay. So, paradise Dean's mustache is terrible. I already talked about that The hair, the mustache, he looks like he's a roadie for like the band in 1972. Like, oh, it's the last waltz tour, and Dean yeah. carrying the amps. Like, what the hell? It's yeah. horrible. He looks unbathed. But you know what? I kind of like that Kaylin's falling for it because she's so fake too. I mean, mm-hmm. okay, she had she had some real vulnerable moments. I'll give her that. But there's a lot about Kaylin that's fake, right? So, sure. um. <laughs> That's just like she she's trying too hard to keep up appearances and it's you know it's not working for yeah. her. That's why that's why Hannah uh, got the bachelorette role and she didn't. Um, so I do kind of love that it's her because it's like this season's um, you know what was her name Danielle like the nail tech that he dated mm-hmm. at Paradise Land. It like that's totally like the same type of a thing. Um, who else did we see back? Uh, well, Demi, obviously. Um, Demi oh. in a same-sex relationship. Yeah, which, yeah, shout out to Batch Nation for helping make that happen. I think people have been clamoring online for we need gay bachelor ASAP. Uh, yeah, seriously. I'll take it. Yeah, this is, I mean, <laughs> and this whole thing. We had, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it seemed like, I, I don't, was she with someone on the show or did she like import someone from home? I couldn't tell like what the situation was. Yeah, it's some blonde, so it's hard to tell because yeah. they're all blonde. So I don't know. Well, I do kind of like that they're keeping that uh, secret. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm totally here for it. And it looks real from the previews. And I hope it is real and not just gimmicky. Um, mm-hmm. Our favorite male model is back too. Yeah, Jordan. Um, okay, Yeah, I think I want justice for Jordan. That whole thing is so confusing. I wonder if he'll address it on the show. Um, Because I was very confused, and then I felt very not confused. And Mm -hmm. then as time went on, I got more confused. Like, I don't really get the Jenna thing. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought he got married or was having a baby or something was happening. Did you not hear about all of this stuff? No, what happened? Give me the dish. Oh, my God. God, how did we not address this? Um, I guess we weren't recording 
all that stuff. So we didn't talk about it. Okay, so he got engaged to Jenna. And then he, like, finds all these texts that she was sending to somebody basically saying that her relationship with Jordan was fake and that she loved this guy. Oh, he finds yeah. And he drops her. Yeah, now and I remember. He, he goes on Reality Steve and does an interview, like, the day after, and he sounds shell-shocked, like, really shaken, really not okay. Um, and that felt real as hell like he was just like he was barely answering barely paying attention you could tell he was just like having an out-of-body experience the whole time Mm -hmm. um but then there was all this stuff where jenna was like we're bringing in this guy to do forensics on my phone to prove that it was fake and (laughs) that it like wasn't like my texts were faked because someone had sent them to him or whatever or yeah, because he I don't think he found it in her phone, but someone like sent him the text. I think it was the guy sent him the texts and was like, I think you should know this. I don't remember anymore. It was like a year ago, so it's ancient history. Um Yeah. And then so then she's like, No, like everything will be revealed and everything will make sense. And she never really gave like a straight answer and she never owned up to doing it. But there were some things that she said along the way that kind of made it sound like she did it. And when he confronted her with it, she got really cagey and kind of mm-hmm. pulled away. And, you know, it's like, because if it was fake, they would still be together. You know what I mean? Oh, I sure, sure. The whole thing is crazy. So I think Jordan was in the right, but we'll have to see how this plays out and if he talks about it at all. Because the whole thing was wild. But all the guys who were on, you know, Becca's season all rallied around him. And, you know, they were, like, posting all this really supportive stuff afterwards, and they were, like, really, you know, sticking close to him. So I don't know. I'm not I'm not really sure about all of that stuff. But, um, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Let's see. Uh, who else is on? Is is the Russian on again this year? Uh, I don't – I think so. I think so too. It was there was a lot of like quick cutting, and then there was oh, the that fight, and there was big eyes is on. Let's see. Oh yeah, big eyes. Well, I remember seeing her. Eric, uh, briefly, um, but maybe he's just there for the wedding. Hard to tell if he's there for the whole season or just the wedding. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a fight. Um, I don't know. It seems it seems very dramatic, and John Paul Jones is crying, and that's not good. Uh, Blake looks like he's going to be playing the field quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, good for, you know what? You get yours, Blake. You yeah, get it's yours. Paradise. Get what you can get, buddy. Yeah. I just hope he doesn't come out looking like a dick because I want to root for Blake. Um, <laughs> cause I like him. I really yeah. do. And, and I want him to, I mean, if anything, I want him to end up looking like a basket case at the end of this, not like an asshole. So. Sure. But I think Dean will eclipse anybody else in being an asshole for oh, us. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I'm, I'm excited because he seems to he seems to have embraced the dark side now with his his new look. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, John Paul Jones calls out what's his nuts, uh, Dustin, mm-hmm. the guy who kind of looks like Jim Halpert, um, and that is interesting because uh, I'm surprised he's not still with Taylor. Because they seemed pretty solid. Yeah. And very yeah. like uh you know, domesticated. So hmm. 
That's interesting. Not sure about know. that, but I'm JPJ, very excited fighting for that. a good fight. Yeah, JPJ. I mean, I feel like there's no way that John Paul Jones is going to come out of this looking bad no. from all of the things that you saw with him there. So that's great. Not possible. That makes for me him very to look happy. Bad. Um, what's her face? Nicole, right? Is it Nicole? I think she's on the show. I think she's. Is she Puerto Rican? Oh, uh, what's her face? Bibiana's back. Bibiana's back. Yeah, I saw I saw a brief glimpse of Bibiana. I didn't see her. Wait, is it? Wait, what's her name? Is it Nicole? Do you know who I'm talking about? There's a lot of Nicole. I mean, Bachelor and Bachelorette is it's just a series of Nicoles if you think about well, it. Well, yeah, and Lauren's. <laughs> it's all Lauren's and um, Nicoles. Wait, let's see. What is her name? Oh my god, I did not even see Bibiana. That's really mm-hmm. funny. Um, and Annalise again. Oh my God. Yeah. Annalise, girl, you are a glutton for punishment. <laughs> Cam is gonna be on. Of course. Gotta have Cam. Oh God. Yeah, big eyes. Let's see. I'm trying not to look at this too much because I want to be a little surprised. Um, Katie. Uh, so Katie will get a little bit more screen time. Nicole, yeah, Nicole. Um Anyeka, I mean, we didn't ask for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Taysha. Taysha will be on. I like Taysha. Um, and Wills. Mm-hmm. Wills, I, Wills is, he was pretty good. I'll take Wills. I liked Wills. Yeah. Wills was really cool. He's the okay. one I'm a root for. I mean, I prefer on Paradise for it to be just garbage humans, just sort yeah. of scrapping with each other. But, uh, yeah, you know, a couple good people here and there. Why not? I think that's nice. Um, God, it looks like Nicole got a nose job. Uh, or it's just a lot of makeup. Why anyway, not both? Uh, <laughs> it's probably both. Let's be honest. All these photos look heavily Photoshopped, though. Mm-hmm. Annalise doesn't look anything like Annalise in this photo. Um, so more to come there. And it looks like Dean isn't there right away because he's, the, he's not on the cast list. Mm-hmm. Or wait, is he? No. I mean, how could I miss that mustache? Uh, God, Blake, I hope you turn out okay. Clay, <laughs> who cares? Um, John Paul Jones, that's what we're here for. That's what we're really here for. Um, so, okay, so let's talk about the end. What are your predictions for, for the end of the season? I want to hear them. Well, <laughs> it's hard. I got to go with the right decision. I hope that this, this past episode has been the great awakening for Hannah B and that she knows she needs to go with the right guy. And I think she's going to choose the man who she did not sleep with because I think their relationship is deeper than she realizes. It's not just physical. He's a genuinely good person. Sure. He's kind of an idiot, but Hey, Hannah, you're kind of an idiot too. You guys are perfect for each other. <laughs> I think it's going to work. Because um, you're inspirational. He's the only person who legitimately seems good without any like fuckboy rumors swirling around him. I think Jed is the only one where you can say absolutely not. Jed is in love with his guitar. He cannot love another human. His family, yeah. that like was the biggest red flag. And the fact that it hasn't been a bigger issue is wild to me. So I honestly think Jed is the one you can count out. That's that's about it. 
Otherwise, it's a toss-up. I'm really hoping she doesn't pick Jed, but I have this like really icky feeling inside that she does. Although from the way that she talks, she talked during the mental all. I'm really hoping that's not the case. You know what I mean? Cause she's like, sure. she's kind of saying stuff like I, you know, like I finally know what I deserve and I finally know. And it's like, okay, so that means that you're with someone nicer than Jed, right? I hope so. Please. Yeah. I really hope it's Tyler. That's like, I have, I don't think I've ever rooted for a guy to win this hard because I don't think I've ever cared this much because it just, the stakes feel very high in this one. Especially in in light of everything that's happened. If she doesn't pick Tyler, it's just going to feel weird. You know, I mean, last season, the bachelorette also bad decision there. However, there wasn't all this bullshit swirling around in in the same way with this. It's like, not only are we as the audience privy to the fuck boy antics, Mm -hmm. but Jed, his shittiness is so prominently on display. And I would hope she's got, and I hope she's not too blinded by his Jedness. And I I hope that she's grown enough. And what is his Jedness? I don't know. His, mediocre musicianship. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, he's not that good of a musician. He's not that no. interesting of a person. And he's not that handsome. He's just a guy with slick back hair and a five head. And yeah, he could play guitar a little and some piano. Who gives a shit? He's from Nashville. Hey, Hannah, go down to Nashville, throw a rock. You'll hit 10 Jeds. You don't need this. Guy. Yes, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Like verbatim. Um, yeah, I mean, my Lyft driver was a Jed. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you should follow me on Instagram. Yeah. No, I, I feel like, like I feel like the ugh. like the guy on uh, Big Lebowski who's like, you want a toe? I'll, I'll get you a toe. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I got, I, you want a Jed? I got 10 Jeds for you. Here, pick a Jed. Yeah. Yeah, pick a Jed. Everybody's got Jeds. Jed. Go, go be an undergrad in college for six months. You're just, you're bumping into Jeds left and right. Yeah, like within my first week of my undergrad, I met a guy who could play Foggy Mountain Breakdown on a banjo, and that is a million times better than Jed will ever aspire to be. (laughs) And it's still Jed-like behavior. This is you could you can get Jed. It is still Jed-like behavior, but on an on a way more talented level. (laughs) So get fucked, Jed. Yeah. Uh, And with that, I leave you. Uh, until, wait, do we have two more of these? I don't know. It's never going to end. Or is this, or is next week the last week, please? I don't, I think, I think we got two more. If, if I were to guess. But they said paradise was in two weeks. That's true. So maybe, who knows? Who knows? Maybe it'll be a five hour special. (laughs) Then we have Mondays and Tuesdays to look forward to. Hooray. Yay. Well, uh, tune in next time uh, when we torture ourselves yet again on another installation of Roast Plate Special. Bye. Bye. Roast Plate Special. Roast Plate Special. Rose Rose Special Special. Rose Plate Special. It ain't a platter. It's a plate. Let's do this podcast.